everybody. This is April Stutzman. We got another episode here for you of Glory Stories. I'm so excited to be interviewing this special guest today to talk about the glory of God, some of the first times they experienced the presence of God, how they cultivated the presence of God, and different stories that impacted their life, whether it was transformation and the glory, miracles that happened, and I want you to be a part of what this guest has to say, how they have experienced the heart of God in his presence so that you, my friend, can enjoy their story and see how you too can experience the glory and the presence of God in your everyday life. So I'd like to welcome my special guest that I'm interviewing. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be on here doing another glory story. Just been resting in the presence of God today. And um, can't wait to get David on here and allow him to share his powerful testimony. It's just uh, exciting to see what God is, is doing in Haiti and to allow him to share about that. But as you're logging in, I know this is a different time of day. It's like 3 p.m. Eastern time. Hey, Mom, how are you? But uh, we decided to do it 3 p.m. so that Haiti could have light. Hey, Kenneth, how are you? I'm just so excited. Hey, David. I'm so excited to have David on. I know it's going to work today. We tested it triple times. Hey, Dolores, how are you? Hey, Graham, how are you? Uh, I love all the people logging in. Hey, Kenneth. I just love you guys. I love just allowing the testimony of Jesus Christ to come through on this uh, broadcast today. And I just want to pray for you guys as you're logging in, as, as David comes on. I just, I just thank you, Holy Spirit, for each person watching. I just ask that you um, refresh them, even right now, even if you're watching at work, Lord. I just ask that your glory wash over them. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just said that you're allowing a fresh breath of wind of the Holy Spirit to wash over them. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just, just receive his presence. Hey, David! <laughs> hey, it's working! It's working! I'm so yes, excited. hallelujah. Hallelujah. The only thing is it makes my face look too fat, but but that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> I'm joking. So introduce me before we get started to these beautiful children. I can't help it. I just love the kids. <laughs> yeah, they're doing good. I don't have as many up here today because, because uh, of course, we're going to kind of do an interview. Yeah. And um, I got two or three in here. This uh, My oldest son here, this hey. is Will Cor. He's, he's my oldest. He, he now works for us. I and uh, he's 19. Wow. Soon, right? 19. You're 19 already? Oh, my Lord. He's already 19. I thought he was turning 19. Mighty man of God. And I got right? Stanley here. I got Stanley here. This is hey, Stanley. Stanley. <laughs> and got Garrison here. Hey, how are you, buddy? And uh, I don't have any of the girls over here today, but this is Benson, and today's his birthday. Oh, so. happy birthday, buddy. Yeah, they're just sitting in a little bit. I wanted I wanted to tell you, if you hear a yell or a cry or something, you know, I only have like 67 kids running around outside. So um, it, it if you hear that, that's what's probably going on. Kids oh, are being kids. God. So. Well, I'm so excited to finally introduce you, David. I knew you were supposed to be on here. It's going to be awesome today. 
So we just good. We just I'm glad to be you. here. Amen. We just invite you, Holy Spirit. We just say, have your way. Yeah. I, I, we just thank you, Holy Spirit. We just ask for your everybody on this broadcast to be touched today to just have a supernatural hunger. As David shares his powerful testimony and what God is doing in Haiti, I just ask that you breed hunger in the people watching for the nations, Lord. And uh, I'm just say, Holy Spirit, have your way. <laughs> But uh, David is president of Black and White Ministries for Jesus in Haiti. And we're going to talk a little bit later about what you're doing in Haiti. But I just want to for, allow you to share how you first experienced the presence of God, the glory of God, whatever. Well, to, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 when I was uh, when I was younger, you know, my dad was a minister and I grew up in this and I remember dancing around the churches. We were, you know, fanatics kind of. My dad was an evangelist. We actually had a tent. We actually had a tent and we traveled all up and down the East Coast and um, had tent revivals. Come on. And then at 12, I, I, I went out and um, but but when I really felt and had an encounter with God was actually in jail 17 years ago. Come on. And um, I was in, yeah, I was in jail. I was in the area of the jail. I was suffering from uh, from hepatitis C at that time wow. and from drugs and alcohol. And uh, and so I was doing treatments in jail. Come on. Well, I had been uh, going through a, you know, I've, I've been a drug addict for like 20 years. I was a functioning addict. Yeah. And um, the way I found, the way I really got back in touch with God is in the jail. I OD'd on psych meds. Wow. And they How rolled me down to the, to the, the, the place on the gurney to the, uh, the, the little hospital there. And I was in Houston, Texas. Come on. And literally, literally a, the Holy spirit used a nurse there <laughs> and she looked at me. Yeah. She Come looked on. at me and she said, why did you do this? She looked at me and said, why did you do it? And for the first time in my life, I said, because I'm addicted to drugs. <laughs> I was addicted to drugs. And, and when I see when we when I realized that I was addicted to drugs and I needed help, then God could help me. Come on. So they pumped my stomach and I went back up to the uh, to the jail cell where all where all the people were. And um, I read Psalms chapter 38. Wow. Where David talks about there's no nothing, there's no life left in his bones. He was covered wow. in sores. He felt, you know, and they don't know for sure if he wrote it or what he, if it was an emotional thing or a physical thing. But all I know is, is that that touched me. Wow. And that night when I laid down to go to sleep, God's hand came down in the jail cell. I literally had a vision of his hand coming down in the cell. Come on. And I crawled up in my mind, in this vision, in this dream, I crawled up in the hand of God. Come on. And I remember grabbing hold of the big finger and wow. just laying there. Come on. And, and I just received Jesus back into my life. Wow. And I cried for three days. Oh, wow. And as, as the Holy Spirit just flushed i mean years and years of of, of drug addiction Come drug on. abuse just all of the things that go along with that and um for three days three days no joke hands wow. up i cried wow what a powerful encounter with the lord and yeah you can see the such fruit in your life you know i know there's people out there that that claim weird 
flaky encounters that they probably shouldn't share. But when there's fruit, like the fruit, your whole life was transformed. And that encounter was real. It speaks for itself. So for you, it was not a long process. You were transformed. No, I well, I, I was 17. That was 17 years ago. Yeah. So I was, um, you know, a lot of times when people have, have taken 20, 25 years to mess up their life, you know, they need to realize that sometimes you need to give God three or four or five years and be discipled, Come on. get in a good church. And, and so I was in a church for two or three years before I even sang a song. And then I um, started singing and then I started leading worship. Come on. Um, but I sat under a, a lot of discipleship and um, under a pastor. I had a couple of pastors and I had, a, I had a, a pastor. You know, when you're coming out of such a life, yeah. uh, one of the most important things is to find someone to help disciple you. Yeah. Find someone that you can spill your guts to <laughs> that will still love you. Come on. And not tell everybody in the world. Amen. Not tell everybody. You know, that's that's the problem. Sometimes people want to tell everybody. But find someone that you can trust Amen. and bear your soul to them and get yourself healed. Amen. You know, faithful are the get ones of a friend. That reminds me of the scripture. Yep. And yeah, we have to lay our burdens down. Yeah. And we have to lay them at the cross. And, you know, and, and it took five years for me to um, get off of the psych meds. I used to take for my, my whole life. I was on psych meds after about uh, 15 years old. Um, and I used to take up to 200 milligrams of Seroquel every day. I, I was, had chronic panic attacks because of all the methamphetamines and the ecstasy that I used to take. Wow. That's so yep. powerful that that. You were and just God hungry. delivered me after five years. I, 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 I said to God, I was leading worship and everything through this. Yeah. So maybe that'll encourage someone, maybe this dealing with trying to get off the psych meds. Come you know, for, for I was leading worship for like three years. Come and on. one Sunday morning, I just said, God, <laughs> I'm tired of taking drugs. Yeah. I don't care if they're uh, prescription psych meds. I don't yeah. care if they're legal drugs. Yeah. I don't care what the drugs are. I'm tired of taking drugs and I'm going to lay these things down. And I laid them down and I haven't had them in over almost 12 years. Praise God. That's the transforming power of a real encounter with Jesus. Yeah. You know, so were yeah. you diagnosed with anything specifically for, for, um, like any type of mental illness? Bipolar. 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 Bipolar disorder. And I was also, um, I had panic attacks, chronic wow. panic attacks, wow. anxiety, anxiety disorder. Um, and, uh, you know, I've taken all, my whole life I've been, uh, and some of it was probably drug induced yeah, from the illegal drugs. Yeah. But, but from, cause I was doing drugs like at 12 years old, I would, mm. I'd already started drinking and doing drugs. When mm. my dad stopped traveling, I started doing these, uh, doing the drugs. And I, I always tell parents when I'm talking about my testimony, mm -hmm. the most important time of the day that you could spend with your children, the most Come important on. time of the day is the time either that they walk home from school Come or on. the time that the bus drops them off at the bus stop. Wow. Because where the bus dropped me off uh, after school yeah. Right across the street was one of the biggest drug dealers of my county that there ever was. Wow. And as wow. they escalated in drugs and using needles and doing all these things, I escalated in that too. Yeah. But I, and my, my friend, my friend, he passed away. And wow. for a long time, I, I was asking God, 
God, why did you spare me, but you didn't spare him? Wow. And one day I was walking out of the grocery store in my mm -hmm. town where I grew up uh, when I was back in the U.S. And the guy's brother came up to me and he said, did you know, I'm not going to say his name on here, but he said, did you know that he got saved? Wow. That I was taking him to church before wow. he died. He got saved. He was born again and you will see him in heaven. Wow, that's powerful. So this, per yeah, the person that stuck a needle in my arm at 15, wow. the grace of God and the mercy of God reached out to him even on his deathbed, and he got saved. Praise God. He got saved. Yeah, we just declare and I will harvest. see him in heaven. Yeah, we declare I harvest. will see him in heaven. Amen. Yeah. From every single person that that has an addiction. Why don't you just break addiction and bipolar? Why don't you just go for it? You got the breaker. You've overcame it. Oh, just the bipolar. It. Okay. Just, just, just release. Um, well, the the, the first know. thing, the first thing we have to realize when we're when we're dealing with with our with the mental issues is we have to realize that there's usually with me anyway. It's two parts. Come on. Part of it could be just a, a, a problem that has been hereditary. We want to break that off right now. Come we on. break yeah. off bipolar disorder Come right on. now in the name of Jesus. Yeah. We break off all trauma. All trauma that maybe has induced this bipolar disorder, Come we on. break it off right now. Now you have to release your trauma, Come but on. there's also usually a spiritual aspect because when we're on drugs and we're on alcohol, the tormenting spirits come against our minds and talk into our heads come on so we have to release you have to be willing right now say i release these spirits that are binding me and attacking my mind devil you must go you must release god's people you must release those who are suffering you have no authority authority in their mind anymore now you need to release the authority that satan has on you on. you just declare it i always tell the children you just tell the mm -hmm. devil i lay that means get out of here Come leave on. me alone in the name of jesus and he has to leave you alone amen and i speak that over you today in the name of jesus i speak freedom mm -hmm. to your mind freedom to your thoughts and i say the left and the right side brain communicate normally let the signals pass back and forth normally in jesus name in jesus in name. jesus name Amen. now as i've learned from from joan hunter mm -hmm. the best thing to do when you receive a prayer and you receive a miracle is you say Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So thank if you're out there today or you hear this broadcast in the future, yes. just say, thank you, Jesus, thank that you, it's Jesus. done. We have to stand on his word that it's Come done. Come on. Hallelujah. I, I, felt such I think you asked me to pray for something else, but I can't remember. Oh, addiction. addiction. Yeah, this, I just felt such the breaker because what you've been set free <clears throat> from, you can set others free. So just call it out because I really believe as people under the sound of your voice, they're going to be you know, delivered. You know, methamphetamines, methamphetamines, mm -hmm. uh, the, the pharmacia spirit Come on. is involved with any drug addiction. The pharmacia spirit. So you have to be willing and and many of you out there may be addicted to painkillers and Come literally on. those painkillers are keeping you from wanting your healing 
Because in your mind, I know drug addiction. I know the way the mind works. Mm -hmm. In your mind, you may be thinking, uh, I, I'm afraid I'm going to have to give up these drugs. Don't be afraid to give up the mm -hmm. drugs for your miracle. Come on. Don't be afraid. Now, don't stop taking your drugs until the doctor tells you. Come on. But I'm telling you now that to be healed, you have to be willing to walk away from the prescription drugs, mm -hmm. the pain meds. All of those things that maybe hold you in bondage right now. And some of you may be caught up into these pharmaceutical drugs. Come on. And you're not even telling your family what's mm -hmm. going on. You're not telling anybody what's going on. Mm -hmm. You're double dipping into your drugs. Cool. You and God knows it. God mm -hmm. knows what you're doing. Come so on. I'm asking you today to come to grips with the, we'll, we'll just rebuke that first. All, all legal. Come on. You, God, we ask you in the name of Jesus to release your people from these addictions of these painkillers and these drugs. We ask you, God, to break off that spirit of pharmacia off of their lives in Jesus' name. We speak miracles into their body in Jesus' name. We come against all pain in Jesus' name. Now, the legal drugs methamphetamines you've got to go i want you to release your power off of the people that are in bondage from the methamphetamines from the cocaine from all of the illegal drugs from the ecstasy we speak to those in a city right now that may be dabbling in ecstasy you may be taking ecstasy on friday nights and going to church on sunday morning come on jesus wants to take that from you right now in jesus name Amen. We release you in Jesus' name from all spirit of pharmacia and all spirit of bondage from the illegal drugs in Jesus' Thank name. You. Thank you, In Lord. Jesus' name. Now, all you have to do, like mm -hmm. I did in the jail, you just say, I receive the freedom Come in on. Jesus' name. Come on. Woo! I receive <laughs> the freedom. <clears throat> Excuse me. Amen. I receive the freedom. God's freedom is for you. He, it's, it was for me. Mm -hmm. It's for everybody. But we, the word of God mm -hmm. says that his promises are yes and amen. <laughs> but, but I got the biggest revelation about this this week. His promises are yes. And according to that scripture, I think it's 2 Corinthians 1.20. It says, amen. When you read it in the other translation, it, it says God's promises are yes, and the people say amen. amen. How? Through the power of Jesus. Come on. And the Holy Spirit that lives inside us and lives inside you is your guarantee for your freedom. Amen. Your guarantee. Amen. God's promises are yes and amen. Yeah, he says his promises are yes and amen, but he is the yes and we are the amen. We have to come into agreement with his promises. Come on. Ooh, hallelujah. Come on. Amen. That's why I just I just love what, what you carry. You carry such a revival, David. You just carry such a revival because you're in love with Jesus. Come on. <laughs> There's no better name than Jesus. I see him work miracles all the time uh, here in Haiti. I've seen Come him work on, miracles it. with these children. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've, I've seen this boy right here. 
This boy right here is a walking miracle. Um, Garrison, I brought him in here. I saw him at a camp when he was only 16 months old, 16 wow. or 17 months old. Where did Wilcor go? 16 or 17 months old. When I saw him in that tent, he was laying on those. We just commanded to work. There you go. And um, he was covered in sores. Wow. To the point where I was literally afraid to pick him up. Mm -hmm. And I said, God, what do I do in this situation? And I always tell this story because I got such a breakthrough. Mm -hmm. You know, we have to depend on God. And yes, Come we have on. to depend on the voice of God. But I asked God in this situation, God, what do I do in this situation? And God spoke to me so audibly that day. And it helps has helped me in my ministry so much. Come on. He says, some things you do, David, because it's the right thing to do. Come on. You take the that. risk because it's the right Come thing on. to do, and you leave Hallelujah. the consequences to me. Wow. You step Come out on. in faith, and you leave the consequences to me. So Come I on. picked this boy up. I took him back to the house, and for <laughs> months, for months, for months, I walked. Bleeding from sores. He's got scars all over his body. He had he had some liver issues going on because of malnutrition. He was swollen. And I walked mm -hmm. the floors with him. He caught he had terrible um asthma, terrible things. And look, look at him now. <laughs> Beautiful. Look at this boy now. Show, him, show him your gun, son. Let's your, see how strong you are. <laughs> He's nine years old. He'll be ten in April. Uh, what was his name again? So God, God has really, he's just one of many miracles. Wow. And this Wilcor is his uncle. Oh, wow. Praise and Wilcor's mama prayed two weeks. Smile, son. You're on candid camera. <laughs> um, Wil, Wilcor's mama prayed two weeks before I, <laughs> before I saw him. I saw him. I'm going to tell a little bit of your story. I won't go in too much. I saw him on the street. And he was washing windows. It was after the earthquake. And um, I gave we gave him a card. I said, you know, that boy doesn't belong there. He doesn't belong there. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying anybody belongs in the street. But it's kind of like when you drive by the corner and you see the six winos. And you see that one that's dabbling in that. The devil's trying to pull him into that. But he's not there yet. Come on. That was Wilcourt. Mm -hmm. Wilcor was on the streets Come with on. those street kids, but he was not a street kid. Amen. So his mm -hmm. mom had prayed like two weeks prior to that, said, God, I don't want my baby to die. Mm -hmm. And this is the grandmother. They're living in a tent. His mother, his mother, his father had been already killed by the gangs here in wow. Haiti. And mm -hmm. his mother cried out and said, I don't want this boy and I don't want my grandson to live in this mess and Come live in the same life. Come and God on. has not only mm -hmm. answered her prayers for her children, but now she works for the girl's home. God completely transformed <laughs> the whole family. Come on, Jesus. From her prayer. I always tell people, don't think your one prayer don't count. Come on. Don't think that one prayer don't count because that one prayer might be your breakthrough. And when we're praying for with other people about big problems, I tell people all the time, I say, Prayer is like a puzzle, and you don't know which piece of that puzzle you are. And you might be the first piece that starts the prayer going up to the mm -hmm. heaven, Come to on. the courtrooms of heaven. 
or you might be the last piece of that puzzle that seals the deal. Come or on. you may be a connecting piece inside that puzzle, but you are a piece of that prayer puzzle. So all, never, never, never think that that one prayer does not matter because in this situation, mm -hmm. it brought the Holy Spirit. It, I was at, on the street at the right time. Come I on. saw him out there, gave him a card, and boom. Now Garrison's here, <laughs> nine years old, eight years later. Wow. They're doing great. They're That's doing great. That's right. God, God yeah. picked them out and called them out. Jesus just loves them. And even as you said that, I felt such an anointing of the Holy Spirit. Share about, he just highlighted to me, you're willing of obedience to go to the nation. Can you talk a little bit how you just, the journey of stepping out in faith and <coughs> just going to Haiti? Well, I came over here when I was working with my dad. Uh, my dad sets up big tents. <laughs> so I came over here and I started setting up tents. And literally at that time, I had um, I had no no organization. I had no money. This has been 2010. Come on. And I had I had I had no organization. I had no funds to invest. I had no stocks. I had no because I had really lost everything uh, because of the drugs uh, yeah. 17 years ago. So I came down here and um, I'd been here. It was about 2011, almost 2012, or well, almost probably 2011 beginning. And I laid down one night. I had been praying and asking God, what do you want me to do? What do I need to do here in Haiti? I'm not an educator. And I never thought I would have a, an orphanage, really. Never thought that. I thought maybe I'd do revivals. I thought, you know, it just doesn't fit. Well, one night I laid down and I went to sleep. And I had a dream. And in this dream, I was painting a picture. And I was painting, uh, I painted a house, I painted a, a dock, uh, but it, when I was painting, I was literally in, the, in a boat in the bottom of a pond with no water. And I had a big paintbrush, and I painted these kids on a dock, they were fishing, but nothing was alive in the picture. I painted fish, I was painting clouds, I was painting all these things, and I am not, I draw stick people. So I was really into this dream because I was actually like, wow, I am an artist, okay? I was painting with a big brush, and I asked God, I knew this was a godly dream, and I asked God in the dream, I don't know if anybody has spoken to God in your dreams, but I speak to God in my dreams. I asked God in this dream, I said, what does this mean? And God said, just keep painting your picture. So I did everything in this picture, trees, everything that I could paint in this picture that I thought I could paint and, and could not really think of anything else I could put in this picture. Well, I looked down out of the, out of the boat in the bottom of the pond and a spring started bubbling up in the bottom of the pond. Come on. I just love that. Water. It was water. Come on. Filling up the pond. <laughs> and everything in the picture started coming to life. The kids started catching fish. Everything wow. was alive. The clouds were moving. The birds were flying. Everything was alive. And I said, God, what does this mean? Amen. All right, now we got back. There we are. God, what does this mean? What does this mean to me? He said, David. You paint your picture, and he said, my living water will bring it to life for you. <laughs> Amen. Oh, wow, it's powerful. And after that, I came back to the U.S. Some people flew me up to New York. They paid for bathrooms uh, to go into this, this home uh, that I had, was living in at that time. 
And at that moment, I knew that I was going to have a Come on. Thank you, Jesus. There we go. Yep. And and all I have done is just been. You just declare, Lord, in Jesus' name. Photos on here. There we go. I keep painting the picture, and he keeps bringing the stuff to life. I painted a, a a home for disabled children, for special needs children. Come on, it's come to life. I I painted a picture of having the girls' home, not literally painting, but painting in my mind, painting in my vision. God's brought the girls' home to life. Come on, and now we have 60, 67 children here. Wow, three homes, and four pieces of property, which not all of it we own. We only own the one boy's place but we're buying some other properties we're in the process of purchasing land and we just purchased some land to build a school up a one person sent money for the school and purchased land so if you're in ministry out there today can i go ahead and share this yeah I feel yeah, to share go this. For it. yeah yeah absolutely. if you're in ministry today don't worry don't worry about where the resources are going to come from because come we know they're going to come from god Come but on. what you have to do and what I have to do is we have to be faithful to the call. We have Come to on. be faithful just as the scripture says with the little things. We have to be faithful our prayer. We have to be faithful. And we have, Come on. have to be faithful and we have to push. We have to crawl. And sometimes we have to run. And, you know, uh, and, and I think it's Proverbs where he talks. He says, you know, when we hear, when we're doing working for God, when we walk, we will not be held back. Come this on. is my own paraphrase. And when we run, we will not stumble. Come on. Because God will be with us. Does it mean it's easy? No. It took <laughs> two years to get my license for the for the uh, for my U.S. for my organization, but it only took eight months to get the license for the orphanage. Wow! And many groups down here are still waiting after years to get their license, and they still don't have their license. Praise God! So you push, and you yeah. do, and you don't look to Come people; on. you look to God. Come on! As you work. Come on! You can't Powerful. put your feet up if you're trying to do something for God. You can't just sit there and watch the televangelist, which is great. I'm not against that. But you got to put some action with your vision. Come on. And sometimes you might hit a brick wall. And you know what? Sometimes God will open up a door in the brick wall. Come on. Sometimes he won't open up a door in the brick wall. Come on. Sometimes you have to turn around and go the other way. Because you thought in your head what you were supposed to do. And it really wasn't what you were supposed to do. Come on. Seek what God wants you to do, and you will be completely happy in everything that you're doing for him. There are days I wake up, and I'm totally stressed out here. But I say, God, this is your ministry. Come on. And I have to give it to him constantly. When I don't see funds coming in, I say, well, maybe I'm taking too much of this on myself. Maybe I need to give this thing back over to God. Come on. And when I give it to God... God supplies the needs. It's so funny here. <laughs> I go and preach in churches here all almost all the time. Little church, big church, whatever. I preach in churches. The churches here give no offerings. But almost every Sunday that I am preaching in a church, when I come home, somebody has sent a significant offering in wow. the PayPal. Praise God. God Amen. supplies your needs when you do what he wants you to do. Come on.
It's so true. And that may be going to the corner of the street and speaking to someone. That may be praying for your neighbor. What God is important to God may not seem important to us, and it may not seem significant to us. But believe me, it is significant to him. And when we do what is significant to him, he will bless us every time. Amen. Amen. How many special needs kids did you say you have now? I have six, six right now. Yeah. Wow. Six. So everybody that's on here, pray six for children <laughs> in the special needs. Pray for the workers. Just be world country and God's our protector and God's our provider. <coughs> but we still are called to pray for one another. So David, if people are listening and they want to sow into your ministry and they hear the fruits, where can they follow you and what you're doing and sow into you and what you're doing in Haiti? Well, you can go to, um, hold on, I think I may have, this might be easier here if they want to, let me just put this up if they want to take a picture. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't That's know if fun. they can do it. I don't know if you can do a, uh, I don't know if you can do a screen pop on here. Let's see. Let me get this in front. There we go. Is it black? Let me see if I can get it. Hold on. <laughs> can you see it? It's real blurry. No. Yeah. All right. Let's just say this. It's easy to look up. It's black and white for Jesus Ministries. Come on. Black and white for Jesus Ministries, or you can look up on the web. You can look up blackandwhite.com, black and white for Jesus. Um, we have a website. When you go to the website, the name should be black and white for Jesus Ministries. There is a black and white ministries on the web. That, that is not us. So if you want to support us, if you want to support them, that's fine. But if you want to support us, you got to put for Jesus Ministries. And um, you can go to my Facebook uh, David Wine, the picture of my profile is me and one of my children blowing the shofar. Wow. And um, uh, all of our information is on, on the Facebook and okay. it's, uh, on the website to help us. And, you know, I'm happy for, for anything. I'm happy for prayers. I'm happy for support. Come on. Um, and I'm in Florida most of the time. I do preach. I do uh I enjoy yeah. preaching. God has given me that anointing. I thank God Amen. for that because it's it helps the ministry. When I preach in a in a church, one hundred percent of the funds that I receive at the church go back into Black and White for Jesus Ministries. Um, I really do not receive a salary with the ministries. People give me love offerings from time to time, and that's how I survive. Um, I don't take a, a salary. None of our board takes salaries, so most of every dollar. I'm almost all of every dollar goes into the ministry. Come on. We don't have 18 cents goes into the ministry and 92 cents goes to uh, or 88 cents goes to us. No, it's like 90 cents of every dollar Come goes on. into the ministry and goes toward the children. We Come have on. a lot of projects going on right now. So oh, yeah. uh, really, I tell people this. However deep you want to give, however deep you want to go, we've got all the way up to we're trying to build a big school. Come so on, um, you never know. You never know. And just but talk I, I've, about been, I've enjoyed. I think we have. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're fine. No, I was going to say, I don't know how long we've even gone because I don't have the time on my phone. So 3.30, 3.30. But uh, we'll go about 10 more minutes. And I just I want to honor your time. I know you got okay. 66 kids to take care of. But, uh, well, just, thank God I have help. I do have, I have 15 amen. helpers here. I have Praise nine God. mamas that help me. Come on. And, yep. and you supply um, food, clothing. So some of the stuff that you're, they, they, people are. Yeah, we do food and clothing. We also help. We also outreach to Come three on. other orphanages. 
Come on. Um, I believe in uh, if you're in ministry, the best way to grow in your ministry is to give. Um, we actually in our on our U.S. side, you know, I, I kind of have taken that scripture uh, that talks about giving in. You know, it talks about tithing. You give back to where you're fed. Yeah. Well, what we do and it's in our it's in our bylaws. And this yeah. is really this is might be a key for somebody in ministry out there today. Come on. Um, every church that we preach in, we give back 10 percent to those churches. Come on. Every ministry that gives to us. We give 10% back to them out of their offerings and their monthly support. Come on. And all of the personal giving that comes in, I don't believe in, in having just a stagnant a Come stagnant on. puddle. It's true. We give tithes out in the U.S. to homeless ministries. We give, so it's in our bylaws, 10% of everything that mm -hmm. comes into this ministry out of our total. Come on. Goes back into the ministry, goes back into the churches, goes back into where we are fed. That Amen. is the biggest key to me in in receiving in a ministry is you want to give out of your abundance. Yeah. And so God has blessed us here in Haiti. We give here in Haiti. If I bring, say I bring a 20-foot container here to Haiti, we give at least... 30 to 40 percent of that away come on if i get 40 boxes of food i give a tithe from that food away come on i get clothes i give a tithe in haiti away we give we give over and above mm -hmm. probably 30 to 40 percent of everything that's given to us we don't just keep it for our place here yeah. we take what we need wow. And we give out of what we don't what we don't need, and God always supplies our needs. You can't outgive God, right? So we have a school project, right? We got a school project. We're trying to build a school. The land has been purchased. Um, I'm trying to buy the girls' facility. I'm leasing it right now, um, and uh, there's just always a lot of things going on that people can help into and so into. It's just so yep. amazing to see what God has done in your life from an encounter to the jail cell. So you submitting to good leaders that discipled you and you cultivating the presence of God. So what are some things you do? Somebody needs to hear this, that is in ministry full time, really busy to stay cultivated in the presence of God. Well, I'll tell you the, the, the way that you have to the way I have to stay cultivated. And, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much a happy guy pretty much most of the time. Come on. I deal with a lot of issues and problems here. But I am constantly having to turn things over to God. Come on. Always. Come on. It, you have to turn it over to God. Um, and I, if I get mad and say some things that I shouldn't have said, and I'm not talking about vulgarities and things. I'm yeah, just yeah. talking about saying things, maybe having a misunderstanding or something, even if it's with one of my kids or I get on to one of them and they weren't the one that did wrong. I always try to go back and I apologize and I, and I try to keep my heart clean Come it on. is very difficult Come let me on. let me tell you <laughs> i have 70 almost 80 actually 80 people here that are from a different culture Come a on. different country a Come different on. race everything and i'm the only caucasian i'm the only Come on. guy here from the u.s Come on. so there are times where i feel like uh, the world is closing in on me. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah, not going to lie. Like There's the times I lay in my bed and cry. 
Come on. There's times I crawl in my bed, but here's the thing and, and pray to God. But here's the thing I've learned. Mm -hmm. God does not always respond to a pity party Come on. for yourself, Come but on. he will respond to having faith to pull yourself out of that pity party. Come on. So I'm always careful to choose my pity parties that I'm going to have for myself and say, is this really worth the presence of God? Because God's presence is from truth, his spirit. We worship him in spirit and in truth. And I'm always checking my truth. I always want to walk in the truth. I ask my children if something happens, I say, what is the truth? In that situation, let's find out what the truth is. That's powerful. So I try my best mm -hmm. and and to walk in His truth. Amen. And I find out that that if I lay down, and and you know God has mercy on us. Yes. Come on. But the Word of God says He's moved by our faith. Come on. More than anything, He's moved by our faith. He is mm -hmm. He does feel the infirmities of our infirmities and and these things. But but I have to move by faith if I want to get results. Come on. I have to move by mm -hmm. faith because God responds to faith. And he also responds to compassion. Mm -hmm. So if I can mix my compassion and my faith together, usually that That's brings possible. a good result. Come on. Usually that brings a good result. And something I've learned here, something in ministry, one of my biggest things I tell people if I'm doing leadership or anything, you cannot mm -hmm. let your wisdom trump your heart come on god has given us wisdom we have to move in wisdom because sometimes if we move always if we move from our heart without the wisdom of god we're going to get ourselves in a big old mess come on we're going to we're going to get ourselves in a hole we're going to get ourselves in a place that's hard to recover from come but on. if we use wisdom come on and compassion and faith, those three ingredients there, then it works. It's Amen. like I, I, I posted, I had a saying a couple years ago, I can't remember exactly, but it's like to me, one of the aspects of wisdom is, is knowing how far to let your faith go from your reality. Come on. So in other words, you have to, you, your wisdom, you know, sometimes you can get way out there and you, you know, you say it's faith, but our faith has to move with God, not for God. It moves with God. So my wisdom and my faith and my compassion, all of those things go hand in hand together to get the result that I need. Amen. And that you need. Amen. Amen. And God, he never yeah. withholds wisdom. That's what our, a good father never withholds from his kids. You know, that's that's the awesome thing about Jesus. And he I'm so thankful. Good gifts, you know, good gifts to his kids. He and gives good gifts. He gives good on. gifts. The word of God says his gifts are good. Come on. His gifts are good. And, and yep. all the wisdom that you've applied, how long have you, did you say you've been open in Haiti building the orphanage? How many years has it been? 18? Uh, no, no, no. I've been a Christian for uh, 17 years ago is when I got saved in the jail. Yeah. I've been here. I've had the home here since the end of 2012. Wow. That's still a good amount of time. Praise God. Because you've been faithful. So we're about eight years, about eight, year, about eight years into it. Praise yeah. God. 
and you've sown generously yep. and, and, and you've honored the Lord with your heart. You've been faithful and look at how many beautiful children you have now. And you never planned for this. That's what's so awesome about. No, I, I didn't just wake up and say, no, I didn't just wake up and say, I want to do this. Now, after the vision, I knew I, because of the children on the dock and the home, Amen. I knew what he wanted me to do. Amen. But um, and, you know, before I did that, when I came to Haiti, I did meetings, meetings with children. Praise God. Uh, I had a tent here. I did some I did some meetings with children because I've worked with children a lot in my life. I worked with children when I was uh, when I was really young. I worked in the in the church when I was little, little with kids. But but uh, when I was leading worship in, in uh, Winter Haven, Florida, I actually had a children's ministry there. And wow. for for maybe two or three years alongside of the worship ministry. And we did a lot of plays. We did a lot of um, you know, uh, plays and did all kinds of different things. So yeah, I've had, I've had some experience. I'm live right now. Don't, oh, here Tulio just stuck his head in there. Say hi. Hey, That's buddy. my smiley right here. You. Hi. <laughs> Beautiful. It's so, so amazing to see what God is doing. So do you do, do are you saying you do itinerant when you come into Florida? Yeah, when I'm in Florida, I, I, I preach. I preach in different places. A lot of times, I usually have a Sunday maybe open. Okay. By the time I get there, mo most of the time, there's some churches that, which I'm so blessed that have us back to preach. You know, being a missionary, being a missionary, it's been very important um, that that I've stepped into a new anointing. I, I, I recently was ordained by Joan Hunter. Yeah. Glory to God. That makes Praise me feel God. great. And and I'm so blessed. Thank you, Pastor Joan. I mean, she don't want me to say pastor. I always say pastor. Thank you, Joan Hunter. I love you. Got to send a shout out to her. Amen. But um, but I, uh, I, I, I minister. The, God has brought me up from a level where I don't just go into the churches now. And which is fine if you do that, yeah, yeah. but you can only go into a church and talk about your ministry one time usually. Yeah. So God has called me into the ministry to where now I have several churches and who have opened up their doors to yeah. our ministry. And, and every three months when I'm back, they have me in and I preach and, and, I, and I get to give glory to God and, 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 and words of knowledge and mm -hmm. pray for the sick. And I just thank God that he's moved. God will move you into other areas if you allow him to. Come on. I just love it. I, I so know being a missionary would be great. If I was just missionary here taking care of the kids, that would be yeah. great. And showing a slideshow, that would be great. But he's called me to preach. He's Come called on. me to lay hands on the sick. And, um, and they will recover. When you lay hands on the sick, they recover. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So if you feel led to invite your Florida, David, you know, look up his ministry, check him out. And I just want to honor you, David, and thank you for the apostolic, you know, life changing. You know, you laid your life down for Jesus Christ. And I just want to honor that. And I just got blessed to meet Yeah, he laid his he laid he laid his life down Amen. for us and I'm just thankful to be alive. There, Amen. There's so much in my testimony that I I I didn't you know, there's just a lot, but I always like to to go for the positive part of the testimony and not give the glory to the devil side devil. of the testimony. Sometimes we can Amen. give glory to the devil and we don't even realize it. Amen. So, and what's your little guy? I'm free. Uh, what's his name again? I'm free. That's Garrison. Garrison? Tell her. Tell her your name. Garrison. Garrison? Is that how you pronounce yep, it? Yeah, Garrison. Garrison. Okay. Garrison. I just need the gift of healing on him. I just wanted to share that with him. He has the gift of healing. I've seen it in his, his, uh, in his hand. So. Yeah, I believe it too. I believe he's Amen. a little prophet. 
Come I on. really do. I, and he's and we've had some visitors here prophesy over him. Come on. And um, we've had, yeah, we've had several. Uh, uh, Joan Hunter has been here to our place. She's prayed over most of the children, and oh, awesome. and she's been I here to this to this house where we're talking right now. She's been wow. here. And um and and I I actually I actually met them on the on the side of the road here in Haiti. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. I, I, they were what picking up people crazy. for a huge conference she was having. That's how I met all of them. And now I've met you guys because of that. God always has layers upon layers upon layers that He brings together. And He is a. I always tell people, God is a full circle God. Come on. He's a full circle God. And he wants to take you from the bad side of the circle. He wants to bring you around to the good side of the circle. But but God is a God. He he is he completes things. Come on. He completes things. So no matter where you are in that circle, he wants to bring it on around. He wants to raise you up. He wants to lift you up. And he just he he's a, he's a good God. He's a good Amen. God. Amen. He's so as they listening to this broadcast and you haven't received Jesus in your Hallelujah. heart and you don't know Jesus, just say Jesus. They've been sharing. David's been sharing his testimony. If you're listening to this and you, you do drugs and you got delivered today and, and just come out of agreement with shame and guilt and say, Jesus, come into my heart. Make yourself real to me. I know you died on the cross for me. Just come into my heart. I believe you died on the cross for me. Just receive him right now. Just accept him and let the love of God just wash over you right now just just receive the yes hallelujah and just take time to like david did find a good church find people that can love you that you can be honest with that you can be held accountable with and just allow jesus to make himself yep. real because what god can do with david god can do with oh, Yes, we are. Hallelujah. I've so enjoyed being on here today. I've just felt such joy. I feel peace out there today. You know, you can just receive joy and peace today from this from, from this broadcast. All you just 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 say, I receive it. It's so easy to receive, but you have to take your will and turn it over to the Father. Come on. He has to have a free will. Come on. He has to have a free will. Amen. So when we want to receive, we just say, God. My will wants to receive. I give you my will. I give you my worries. I give you my cares. And he gives us joy and peace and love and long suffering and all of those fruits. And then when we start getting those fruits, then we start moving in those gifts. Come on. And that is just awesome when we do that. Amen. God bless you, April. God bless you. And I'll let you go. Take care. I enjoyed today. Tell, tell him bye, Garrison. Bye. Bye. You want to say bye? Bye. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.